Hello. Welcome to Round Breaking, a guide in how to break in speech and debate tournaments. I'm your host, Scott. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing impromptu, which is a spontaneous speaking event. It is a severely underrated event. And I'm probably going to say this in every single episode, but everyone should be competing in this event. And honestly, for good reason, I'm pretty sure your coaches and your teachers have been hounding you, uh, especially you debaters, especially you interpies, especially you congresspeople who only stick to your one event. Uh, This is a great event for everyone. And I say that for every single speech event. But this is truly an event for everyone because it is the shortest and sweetest spontaneous speaking event. It's only um, a five-minute speech, and you only have two minutes to prepare, which I think turns off a lot of people. But it's such a fun and easygoing event. Um, no need to like stress out about it. You don't need to come prepared because it's a spontaneous speaking event. So you come as you are to the round. The judge will give you your three topics, and you just give your speech for five minutes. And let's just say you have seven competitors in your round, you are out within an hour, which is amazing. So if you have time in between rounds and, um, you know, you want to try out a speech event or your coach is making you do this, this is a really great event to test your chops out in spontaneous speaking. It will really, really develop your skills as a public speaker. It will give you confidence in speaking in public. It will give you confidence in yourself and believe in yourself because, hey, you just pulled a speech out of your butt and you competed in it, which is amazing. Let's get into the rules for impromptu. First, I'm going to go over the general rules for all spontaneous speaking events. So these rules will apply to international and domestic extemp as well as impromptu, which we're talking about today. I pulled these rules off of the Chasa website. So go visit www.chssa.org. And it has all the information on there. This is, again, specific to California. Uh, since I am based in LA, I'm going to go over these rules um, for, you know, California events. I'm also pretty sure this is offered at nationals as a consolation event. And I'm the rules should be very, very similar, if not the same. And um, yeah, so one, preparation. As soon as a topic is chosen and through the time that the speech is given, the speaker will prepare a speech without consulting any person and without references to notes prepared prior to the draw. The speaker may ask clarifying procedural questions of tournament officials. So before each of uh, before each of the event, obviously you don't know where your topics are because this is a spontaneous speaking event. So the topics are created by the tournament director, the tournament staff, you know, coaches or whatever, and you will choose your topic from the pool of topics. Oh, oh dear, but yeah. Number two, judges are not required to give time signals, but are the official timekeepers. So I think in every tournament I've, you guys have seen competing, if you've already done impromptu, um, you will know that generally judges, especially over the pandemic, you were allowed to keep your own time. Um, and I believe that's also pretty fair standard practice at tournaments that 
um, you know, you can bring your own time device. And judges usually will give you time singles as a courtesy, but they don't have to. So you might meet some judges who are like, no, I want to give you time signal. You just have to know. So um, I haven't run into that. Uh, but that might be the case. So just keep that in mind that this is the official rules. The judges do not have to give you a time signal, um, but generally judges will, you know, give you some sort of time signals if you ask. Three, delivery. No notes are allowed during the presentation of this speech. This is very important, even for you novices. So uh, in novice original composition speech events, uh, and even in debate, and most debaters have notes, right? Because it's it's hard. But in impromptu, but in spontaneous speaking, you are not allowed to have any notes because that's literally what the events are. They're spontaneous. You're supposed to come up with off with a speech off the cuff, uh, a prepared. You know, you're supposed to give your five minute or seven minute speech without any notes because they're already up in your head that you've already prepared during your preparation time. So that's very, very important. If you bring notes up with you, you will be penalized and or disqualified. So be wary of that. Uh, number four, the performance must begin and end from the center stage area. And that's, you know, pretty, pretty obvious. You can't be running around the room. Five, and again, with all speech events, costumes, and physically held props are not allowed. And even though you can gesture and, like, mime stuff, you should... Your entire speech shouldn't be you as a mime or a clown being stuck in a box, right? Like, that's not what you're here for. This is not a miming uh, competition. This is a speech competition. This is a speech event. So, um, you know, as with all speech events, no costumes, no props, and, uh, you know, maybe no miming. Well, you can mime, but don't be like a French mime weirdo about it. That's like not okay. Anyways, um, now let's get into the rules specifically for impromptu. So where are your topics coming from, right? Topics are going to be created by the tournament and the tournament director, and it could literally be anything. Nouns, quotes, people, topics of interest, current events, questions, quotes. It could literally be anything. Um, and they're going to change every single round for every single person. So person, the first competitor is going to have different topics than the last competitor, right? Everyone's going to have different topics to choose from. Uh, when you when you're in your round, you will draw three to five. Generally, in my experience, you will you know draw three to five topics that either the judge will give you from a hat or from whatever. Each tournament is going to vary depending on how they do their draw. You're drawing topics. It's you're not going to know what you're going to get right. And so in the round, you're not going to have more than two minutes to prepare your speech. You have two minutes to prepare a five minute speech. And so, um, as I mentioned before, the judge doesn't necessarily have to give you time signals, but, you know, you can ask for them, so ask. Uh, but for me, when I'm judging, especially in the open and varsity divisions, if you need, like, every single minute to be counted down to you, I mean, that's, I would refrain from that, but I don't think it's out of the question to out to request like oh your last minute your last 30 seconds i don't and you know and then the countdown that's what i usually give when i judge but um you know again ask your coaches for you know what they recommend but this is what i recommend is you should at that but by that you know by by varsity you should know what a five minute speech kind of feels like and it's okay to have like a ask for like 
a countdown from 30 seconds. It's perfectly okay, in my opinion. Uh, coaches may vary, but that's my stance on it. And since you have five minutes to give your speech, some tournaments will give you a 30-second leeway. But this is a short and sweet event. You know, it's a five-minute speech, so it's not like, oh, oh my god, I have like a 10-minute OO that I need to memorize. It's a five-minute speech. So you're just, it's a really short and sweet, really cute speech that you just give. So don't stress out too much about it. It's a, it's not that big of a deal. It's impromptu. You're doing it off the cuff, right? You're making it, you're making this up as you, as you talk. Not too big of a deal, but five minutes. You know, if you go 5.30, depending on the tournament, you might get penalized. But, uh, you know, don't stress out about it. It's impromptu. And another really important thing, even for novices, you are not allowed to bring your notes up with you. Tournaments may bend these rules, but in general, this is a spontaneous speaking event. So with your two minutes, you know, you need to be preparing your five-minute speech and you should have all your notes in your head. And immediately, I can hear and feel the panic in your head, listeners. So... Don't worry, it's not really that scary. I know that seems like, oh my god, how am I going to pull that off? How am I going to have a coherent, well-put, well-constructed speech for like five minutes, which is a really long time, without any notes and without any preparation of two minutes? It's okay, I got you. I think why everyone needs to be doing this event is that because this is an impromptu, because you only have two minutes to prepare a five-minute speech, it's so easy to do that. Once you learn the formula of how to do an impromptu speech, I don't understand why literally everyone is not mandated to be doing this event. It only helps you practice your public speaking skills. It only helps you be more familiar with how to give a speech, how to write a speech, because it really distills speech into a five-minute event. Like, at its core, what is a speech? You're basically, you're oritating, oritating? Is that a word? You're oritating? That seems wrong. You're oritating a essay. In high school, you have, at least in California, you will have already been hammered into your head the five-paragraph essay. And all impromptu is, is the five-paragraph essay. It literally is. You have two minutes to do a five-paragraph essay. You can do it, right? You just need an intro. You need to have your three points and then a conclusion. And I think once you break it down to that, it makes this event so much more approachable and so much and significantly less intimidating because you've written a five-paragraph essay. How many times countless, right? Enough that you want to shove bamboo underneath your nails. So you know how to write a five-paragraph essay. That means you know how to do impromptu. And more students really should be just competing in this. If you have some downtime, you want to try out a spontaneous speaking event, do this. Like, do impromptu. It's not difficult. Um, and yes, two minutes, 120 seconds does not seem like a lot of time because it is not a lot of time, but with some, but with this approach of the five paragraph essay that is already making this event significantly less intimidating. So let's go over like the structure of like this formula, right? A lot of programs, and I've noticed this in novice and I see the most successful competitors in this event stick to this formula. They do the five-paragraph essay. They have their intro, whether it's starting out with a quote or a hook, and then you go into your three examples, 
and then a quick like thesis for what you're going to talk about um, in your in your speech, and you know, of course, your three topics or your three points relating to your topic are going to be all connected to each other. And then you, you know, paragraph one, you talk about example one, you talk about example two, then you talk about example three, and then, oh my God, what do you do? (gasps) You make a conclusion and you tie all three of these points together. And then there's your five minutes, right? A minute on your intro, a minute each on your examples, a minute on your conclusion, and you're done. So it's really not that difficult. Um... So some tips I have for you to be successful in this event is number one, and this is, I don't think it's cheating, have your examples already prepared. Here are some tips on how to improve your impromptu round. So talk about what you know. That's going to make this event seem so much more approachable, right? You already know it's a five-paragraph essay. So if you already know what you're talking about, that's going to make your five-paragraph essay so much easier because you're talking about something you know intimately about which leads me to my second tip which is already have your examples prepared that kind of sounds like cheating and but it's not i don't know if this is still happening in the sats and i'm definitely dating myself but when i took my sat prep and you had to write like that like the essay portion uh they told me to literally bring examples prepared so when i got to the prompt because they wanted to evaluate like you know our writing skills um got we would just be able to write because you know you're in a time situation so you just want to get you know you want to get started you want to get it done immediately you only have 120 seconds to prepare so if you already know what you're going to talk about and you already have your examples prepared that's going to even make preparing for your five-minute speech even faster. So, you know, it could be like Harry Potter, politics, flowers, gardening, holidays, whatever, right? Have a bag of examples where you can choose from that you immediately have in your pocket. So when you get your topic, you can quickly go through the list of topics, quickly go through your already prepared examples that you have and see, okay, which topics and which examples am I able to link together more seamlessly together, right? Which will lead me to the number three, yes and. And this is me drawing from improv. Impromptu is really not that different from improvising or ad-libbing. You want to yes and your speech. You want to continue to push your speech forward. So with your prepared examples, you want to connect and integrate your three examples that you now have selected based off of the topic that you chose and see what string of connections can you pull through them, right? You can, here, let's see. Uh, I'm going to get look around the room. I'm going to be like, okay, laptop charger. I see Harry Potter and a belt. What those three things can I, can I draw that are similar? There's so many things that are similar about those things. Those are all long things a belt can be long a laptop charger is long the harry potter is seven books which is a long series they are these are all tools that you use to fight voldemort right harry potter has voldemort you could use your belt as a whip and the laptop charger you can electrocute him to death right sure these are 
reaching examples and you're grasping at straws, but that's okay. Sometimes that might happen in a round. You might not break, but if you have fun, that's really what it is. And that's my last tip. Have fun with this. The most successful students who do this, you can tell, are just really having a lot of fun with their impromptu speeches. A good way to start is by using the five-paragraph essay as your framework and by really just ham-fisting it in, right? This is my intro. These are my three examples relating to my topic, and this is my thesis. Example one, example two, example three, conclusion. That's a very successful uh, speech, but when you get to the, you know, if you really want to break, you need to start making the formula seem less like a formula. Now, what would be great is if you could start to integrate and connect your three topics seamlessly with each other, right? Your all three examples relate to one to to one another, and you point out how they relate to one another. And you have like a really catchy intro and a really witty and you know well thought out conclusion. And those are always the most successful impromptus that I see are the ones who are able to take the formula, understand the formula, and then throw it all away. <laughs> Not throw it all away, but like you don't like the the speaker isn't making it so ham fisted like this is a five paragraph essay. Novices will be using this formula time and time and time again because it's an it's an easy formula. But students who do really well and excel and stand out are the ones that really understand this formula and then now are able to elevate that. And how do you elevate that? So the five paragraph essay, a lot of this is you are which will get me to my last tip. The five-paragraph essay really tells the reader what's happening instead of of showing the reader what's happening. So students who do well and competitors who do well in impromptu not only have mastered the five-paragraph essay formula, they are able to elevate it by showing us how their examples relate to the topic instead of telling us how their examples relate to the topic that they drew. And those competitors who are able to do that also have the most fun because, you know, they already know this formula forwards and backwards and they have their prepared examples tucked away. And since they're already talking about what they know, you know, they're going to have a lot of fun, like, showing you because they want to, like, you know, tell me what you know, right? Like, I know too much about Star Trek, unfortunately. I know too much about product safety testing. I know a lot about the Golden Girls and Drag Race and Trixie Mattel and Gak and Hanna-Barbera cartoons. So these are all examples that I could have already prepared, right? Because I want to talk about what I know. So when I draw a topic from what you already know and you already have these examples examples prepared it should be relatively easy to find a commonality between all you know between three of these things and you can incorporate these prepared examples into your topic and that will come out as more seamless and the more practice and the more you you do this event the more comfortable you're going to be talking about your already prepared examples or you know if you're adding on examples or whatever the better you're going to be at this so have fun this is such an easy 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 event literally every single student should be competing in this event Everyone knows how to write a five-paragraph essay. If you don't know how, what are you doing in high school? Why, right? Why has why like you you 
you have been, we have been taught this since elementary school. They, they've been building us up for this one event. Okay, they haven't. But like, it's a five paragraph essay. We know how to write a five paragraph essay. You know what you know. You have your interests. You have your hobbies. You have, you know, you know something that no one else knows about. Let the judge know. Let your audience know and talk about what you know. And when you do that, you're going to have a lot of fun. Try this event out. It's not going to hurt you. It's seven minutes out of your time at a tournament. You're going to be done so fast. It's super fun. You don't have to prepare anything. It's really not as scary as it sounds. Just break it down into bite-sized pieces. And if you follow my advice, you're just going to have a lot of fun. So, um, impromptu! Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I don't. Impromptu. Do it, just do it. This is impromptu. If, you're, if your coach hounds you on it, just try it out. It's really not so scary. It, it, won't, it won't kill you. That I don't know how to end this. Roundbreaking is a podcast created and produced by me, Scott Wen. This episode was produced and scored by David Gonzalez. His Instagram account is at dgonzalezmusic. And that's with two Zs. Two Zs, y'all. If you have any questions or requests, you can always email me at roundbreaking at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Give me some feedback. Maybe not. No, don't. Please don't do the internet. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, bye!